All right, what is up, everybody? We are live. We are here with Mr. Corey Benke. All right. Uh, this is the Matt Ramage Show, uh, sponsored by Quick Trip. You know what Quick I mean? Quick Trip. Dude, get the rewards app. You're missing out on a lot of rewards. I, uh, I, I got a lot of, like, visits. You know what I mean? I never really use them, except for chocolate milk once in a while. It's always, like, a surprise. They're like, oh, you have a free chocolate milk? I'm like, yeah! I feel like Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. <laughs> yeah, bitch. All right. <laughs> Is that his name? All right. Anyways, we are here with Mr. Corey Benke. Um, you know, I, I think I think your podcast, like when you join me, get the most listens. Really? I feel like yeah. I feel like people don't know that they're just like we don't know what this guy's gonna say. <laughs> okay. I don't know what it is. It's kind of weird. But um, I I feel like it is. Anyways, so I, I made some graphics. We're going to talk about some stuff. But you have to understand, like, once I post the graphics, like, on my uh, site, like, how I do my thing, because I don't have LiveX. I, <laughs> I have to use one of these websites, right? So um, I can't reorder them. So they're, like, all combobulated. So they're going to be – it's just – it's going to be all over the place with these, with these questions. And I mean, I would expect I nothing less. So Yeah, it – it's gonna be combined. I mean, I don't let I don't let Nagler use LiveX. I make him use Canva. So, yeah, I use uh, Restream, right? And um, you know, I'm trying to be fancy. And it's, anyways, um, so how are you feeling? You you, you couldn't go at uh, transplants. Aaron Nagler went. It was basically Packers Daily, which was still yeah. good because Nagler's pretty good solo on his own. But um, how are you feeling now? You know, I'm all right. Yesterday, I was a little bit taken out. I'll be honest with you. Um, I had to call Nagler and be like, I just can't. I can't. Unfortunately, I took the Tylenol and the Sudafed a little bit too late. But I'm feeling okay now. You know, a little sweaty, a little feverish, but I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here for the jokes, Ramage. So um, <laughs> I hope uh, I hope they're going to happen because I'm going to be very hey, disappointed if they don't, bro. All right. I'll, I will try to be funny. But um, I ain't going to lie to you. Like, I, I, I accidentally got drunk. You know what I mean? Sometimes like you just did you just say accidentally got drunk. Accidentally, well, I was drinking a few, you know, getting ready, thinking about what am I going to ask Corey Benke, and I wasn't really sure for sure the whole time that you were going to be here because I knew that you were sick, and like I understand, like if you're sick, like no, I ain't trying to do this, I ain't trying to talk to this prick. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I need to, I need to be hammered, and if you're sick, you know, it, even if coming off sick, you're probably not drinking, but uh, I am. I think I drank enough for both of us. I'm, nice. I think we're good there. That's I think. Good. I, I think we're good there. But um, all right. So like like I said, these graphics are gonna come off, you know, just randomly how my thought process went. There's, okay. no, <laughs> there's some good ones though. There's some good ones, people. Stay tuned. Here we go. First one. Okay. <laughs> the first one. Most embarrassed the most embarrassing story about Aaron Nagler. All right, you guys have been friends for a long time. You know, so like, yeah. I mean, don't get too much, you know, I and mean, we don't, we don't want articles written about him or nothing like that. But like, what is some that you got on Aaron Nagler that, um, maybe people don't know about? I mean, this probably will, most people will not be surprised by this, but, um, in his younger days, so he, we, he was actually living at my house, my apartment in New York. So we graduated college, um, and, um, he had gone out, so it was like a Friday night. So we're talking Nagler's like, what, 22 or 23, right? So this is a long time ago, 20-some years ago. Um, and he was living at my house, and he... It's like 9 in the morning. I don't know where he was. Like, it was Friday night, and it's like Saturday morning. 
bro, he got so drunk that he walked uh, he walked up like he literally walked uh up um uh Frederick Douglass Boulevard in Harlem. So he walked home. So we lived on like 200th Street. So he walked from like 42nd Street to 200 so 160 blocks or so. Passed out on the street. Got kicked, got like beat up somehow. Don't know how that happened. And like dude, he was still drunk when he got home. He like he had like all his whole side of his face was like all messed up. Like like I'm talking about like like bloody. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Like he must have got somehow blackout drunk and and partied and yeah, it was bad. I was really worried about him. I actually was very 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 worried about him. But yeah. uh, I'll never forget that. <laughs> so that's the thing because you you can be worried. No about one is surprised like... by that story, by the way. Yeah, no one. First of all, that's an awesome story. That is a fan. I wish that. If you are listening to this or watching this and you are like a graphic cartoon designer, like, you know how they have those, like the, the, the cartoons made for like when, when people are telling stories, I would like to see the cartoon for that. Because obviously like at the time you're worried about him, but after you know he's good, he's good to go. Now it's time to laugh at him. You know what I mean? And that's just yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. That's big B understands. Yeah. But first of all, everyone has that story. Like I remember a time when I had Tommy Hilfiger shoes. Right, okay, expensive, right? And I was poor, which uh, very bad, very bad idea. Like you know, budget wise, you know, what I mean, not real smart. Uh, but um, I got hammered at at this place, and I was in a basement at some point, and uh, I woke up. Everyone was gone. They went to get more liquor. I didn't know that. I woke up at, like, and there was like little p- kids around. I, I didn't know what was happening, so I left. I walked like all night long to go back to like my friend's house where I was sleeping. And I had brand new Tommy Hilfiger shoes that I paid like over hundred bucks for. They were just covered in puke. So I was uh, walking and just puking nonstop. <laughs> My friend's mom was not impressed. She was like, you know, she didn't tell me. I was like, I, I was still a teenager. Anyways, that story wasn't that good. I have better ones, but I'm not going to bore you with my stuff. But uh, I didn't know where you were going with the Tommy Hilfiger shoes, to be honest with you. I well, no idea. the point was that they were like <laughs> the only good thing I had. Like I spent all my money on to buy them and then I puked all over them. And then How they were, were they? like a lot. I think they were right? like they were like 120 bucks. bucks. Like, oh. At that time, it was like 100, 120. But like to now, it'd be like nine thousand dollars. <laughs> wow. All right. No, but anyways, l- let's keep it moving. We'll edit that part out. Uh, <laughs> that question wasn't good. But uh, here we go. L- let's keep it moving. All right. Rooting for teams you hate is hard. All right. Okay. I don't remember making this caption, but it makes sense. The Packers tonight. Uh, Packer fans. A lot of Packer fans are rooting for the. For the 49ers, Aaron Rodgers said, you know, we're rooting for a team that you usually don't root for. I cannot, because I had a lot of people text me today and message me and say, go Niners. Like, I will never say that out loud. But, like, obviously, like, like it's tough because, like, I was watching that Vikings-Lions game, and I made a lot of jokes afterwards about, like, yep. uh, the, the Lions beat the Vikings, and I made fun of the Viking fans because I hate Viking fans in general. Yeah, But, like, I wasn't rooting for the Lions, but, like, when I'm watching a team I hate has to win, I just sit there in silence. I just kind of like whatever yeah. happens, happens. But like your rooting wise comes out. And I did find myself rooting for the Lions because I hate the Vikings so much. And I, it was like, it's kind of like when you have a twitch, you know, you don't, <laughs> you know, like you, you don't mean for it to happen. But how how do you work through that? Like rooting for teams or like I having don't, I don't root for teams I hate, period. Yeah, story. Right? Kind of the same reason why I don't play fantasy football. 
Yeah. So you just kind of sit there and be like, whatever happens, happens. But like, I mean, I don't hate the Lions, so I would root for them. Yeah. Against the Vikings, but I'm not rooting for the Vikings. F that. I'm not rooting for the no, Bears. No, no. There would be no situation. Or the where Cowboys or who else? I don't know. The Niners, like tonight. <laughs> the Niners, I don't I don't know. I don't get that mad. I know they beat us a lot in the playoffs. I know, but, but like, the, yeah, yeah. For me, the same. It, like, I don't hate the Niners. Like, I don't have a passion or hate for them. I don't like them. Kind of like the Seahawks back when the Seahawks were, you know, kind of like that mini rivalry. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't like them. They irritated me. They made me mad at times. But like, it wasn't like like the Vikings hate is like it runs deep. It like it goes to the bone, bro. Yeah, it's down there. It's like it's in the whole crevice of things. I think that's the right word. I'm not sure, but it, yeah, the yeah, Niners hate it. isn't it isn't there. But yeah, like the Cowboys, there's no situation where I'm gonna be like, go Cowboys. Like no. if it helps the Packers, like they got into the playoffs, the Cowboys got to win or whatever they got to win. I will sit there silently. I will not be rooting. I will not be jumping up and cheering because like for me, like when I cheer for a team, like if, if I'm cheering for the Packers or I'm cheering for the Brewers, and I, I'm not a big as a Brewer fan it, as I am for the Packers, but like in that moment when like things are happening, good things are happening, it's like the same thing. I can't root for a team I, like I hate. Yeah. I will just not be as mad like when things happen. I'll just be like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're in the playoffs. Great. It's I mean, a weird also thing. like, also like, I don't know. It's just never a good position to be in when you have to worry about other teams winning or losing. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing because if if I root for the Vikings, they will lose. And then and then I'm like now yeah. so like now I'm upset because the team I hate the most lost. Yeah. Like where is my what what am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? Like you <laughs> I have to you know I I I I I can't do it. I will never ha- hold the Vikings to a stage first of all where I ever expect them to win. I mean, no. I get it. They're having another stuff a little year whatever. I think it's about to end but whatever. I hate those bastards. <laughs> all right. So let's <laughs> Let's move on. Like I said, these are random, so this is going to be uh All right. What does carry the G mean to you? So carry the G is a, a phrase a lot of Packer fans use. I, I'm not sure. I think it came from something else, but you guys use it a lot. It came from Aaron Rodgers. All right. So like I in 2019, time, Aaron in 2019, Aaron Rodgers brought it up. Or 20, yeah, 2019, he brought it. Uh, it was and it was in response to, you know, what guys do outside of. Uh, 1265. So if you're not in practice, you got to carry the G outside of outside. You're, you're always having to carry the G. Um, I think it means, you know, if you're a player, I think it means, you know, being a professional and carrying yourself a certain way so that you don't distract from the team. I think if you're a fan, it means kind of, you know, honoring a hundred and seven-year-old franchise i can never remember how old we are by the way it feels like yesterday we were 100 years old by the way so yeah, you know love I mean, my time flies stuff. you know it's a hundred and something but uh it's a over a hundred year old team so i think carrying the g means you know honoring that tradition honoring and sometimes that tradition is not great in the terms of like we boo people we always have green bay is a town where east green bay and west green bay fought each other like <laughs> like there's a lot of history in Green Bay that is like fans are kind of assholes and it's okay. <laughs> so so it doesn't mean Wisconsin nice bullshit. That's for uh, Minnesota to be fake ab- about. But um, yeah, I think it means you know honoring the traditions of the Packers. I think that's what it means. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of like what I think. But because like people talk about like from a fans 
like perspective because first of all that's all i am so like carry the g means to me is like just represent the packers like doesn't yeah. always mean like i you have to think exactly how i think or like tweet about the things that because like there's like a civil war sometimes in packer nation they're like i'm a realist like calm down buddy all right they're not gonna hire you to be a scout all right but like fan the way you want to fan but like <laughs> i'm still gonna make fun of you dude but um no but like carry the g means to me like just hold you know i mean Exactly what you said. We'll just stick with that. <laughs> I mean, I think for players, I think the the real thing is, you know, for players to conduct themselves outside of, you know, don't do stupid things, right? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And I think that 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 really is what um, Rogers was talking about, about guys, you know, uh, conducting themselves, uh, understanding that they work for an organization that is, you know, pretty famous, historically. Yeah, and, 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 and also, like, if, if you're at Lambeau Field, and there's a, you know, the other team's fans, don't be a dick. You know? Yeah. Well, that's like, the thing. Like, you can boo. You can... Are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, um, you know, that is something where, like, when other fans come into Lambo, I, I, I'll give them side eye and I don't really like them. But I'm not going to be a dick to them, right? It's yeah, like, like, just throw shit at them. <laughs> yeah, no. Unless, you know, unless they're bad bastards. But, you know, I think you'll find that Packer fans, for the most part, conduct themselves in a different way in other stadiums. And I've seen that my firsthand. So, and I'm not saying everybody, because obviously there's no absolutes in life. But um, for the most part, I've, I've experienced Packer fans conducting themselves pretty pretty fabulously um, in other stadiums. Yeah, well, I, I've never been to, a, to another stadium, and that's actually a question for later. Really? You haven't? No, I've never been to a... To a, to a Have you been outside different... of the state of Wisconsin, Ramage? Uh, not really. You know, they got a chimera on the other side of the border of Michigan over there. He's like, I've been to Swamico. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, dude, uh, Swamico. You're like, I've been to Wauwatosa. You know, I was uh, in Minnesota one time for a soccer tournament when I was like 16, 17 years old. But other, you know, I really haven't really traveled. I'm not a really traveled fella. You know what I mean? Maybe you should. I, maybe, I, maybe Quick Trip yeah. should send you on an ambassadorship. You know. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, we need a Quick Trip in the UK. The NFL's doing it. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I mean, one day, one day Quick Trip's going to buy the other Quick Trip, right? Yeah. That's got to really. happen, right? I never thought about that. One the day they're going to merge. So then, you know. Yeah. They get rid of the Q. They get the King, the, the K, whatever. You know, I, th I think that, it, you know, all right, whatever. But uh, all right, let's keep it. All right. This is a question. I think that this is my question. Corey Benke's favorite drinks. All right. There's a lot of Wisconsin drinks. Yeah. All right. You got the old fashioned. You got, you know, yep. the beers. You got the, you got the carry the G beer. Yep. And, but like, what are your, what's your favorite? I don't know. You have a top five. You got a top three. But what are your uh, favorite choices? Uh, alcoholic, or not, it doesn't have to be alcoholic if you want to go sober. But I didn't choose to do that tonight. I mean, you're you got a spotted cow in your hand, right? All right, all right. That's no, in the top I, five. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> and after your list, at, at some point, there's a graphic <laughs> that talks about that. But yeah, I, I am drinking a spotted. Cow. I meant first of all, be, 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 before you answer, just let everyone know I meant to get carry the G beer. All right, but like things happen sure in life. You, you got you get busy. No one believes. I don't know. live in Green Bay. I live. I've already north. Here's the crazy totally. thing. I've already talked more on your show than I've talked on any other show of yours I've been on. So I'm already like, what is going on? This is crazy. Dude, I do talk. I don't. I don't. I have someone come on and then I don't shut the hell up. <laughs> um, you're like, hey, let me ask you a question. All right, let me talk about something real quick. Um, no, but answer this. Favorite uh, top twenty-seven. Just talk top forever. <laughs> 27. Um, I guess if, I, if I'm talking about liquor, 
I would say uh, uh, an old fashioned, a real old fashioned. Um, uh, you know, real old fashioned is bitter sugar. The, uh, the 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 curly Lambo old fashioned I have on the YouTube page. Um, and if we're talking about beer, you know, I really like sour beers. Um, honestly, uh, so lambic style, uh, Weisses. Um, but if that's not available, I'll take a spotted cow any day of the week. I drink a lot of spotted cow, I'll be honest with you, because a lot of places that I go in Wisconsin, they have basically like Miller, Bud, <laughs> and spotted cow. So it's like, <laughs> okay, I'll have a spotted cow. And spotted cow is a great beer. So, uh, anybody who talks shit about spotted cow, they need to go to hell. Um, I, I think it's funny on Twitter when people talk shit about, about spotted cow. I'm just like, what? what it's trendy. Problem? It's trendy. Like they want to hate Wisconsin or whatever. Um, it's so crazy. Uh, it's such a good beer. It's like, what are you talking about? Well, like, I also think it's funny when people like carry the G actually is a really good beer too. I, I like it. It's, it's, um, you know, during the season, it's now my favorite beer, obviously, but not a lot of places carry it. So I guess when I talk about my favorites, um, you know, I, I love whiskey. So, uh, whiskey bourbons, um, American whiskey, obviously. Um, so old fashions, Manhattans, um, Anything, honestly, I love a good cocktail. I'm making a, I'm making a, um, uh, what am I making? I'm making a special winter uh, martini at, uh, this, this, um, for this weekend. And I already forgot, but I'm, I'm actually taking cranberries and I'm dipping them in sugar, and so it's gonna be like a, a like a nice little Christmas drink for the fam. So that'll be fun. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty simple. Old fashions. I've spent like probably eight years perfecting my old fashioned. And I get people addicted to those pretty easily. They're they're very You've good. Had them. I'm, I'm not an old fashioned drinker because I remember like we were gonna make that video. I'm like, ah, I'm not really an old fashioned guy. Like I'm very simple. Like you say, you're simple. I am basic. I'm like spotted cow, Coors Light, carry the G beer. And nice. I've only had that. I've only had carry the G once, but I'm gonna get more of it. But um, I don't but, like I, I'm not like. But I was at your house. We had an old fashioned. We uh, actually we had we had, we had all the old fashions. Yeah, yeah, and they were all good. Like you're a magician behind the bar. Like uh, I wish I first of all I don't even know how to make any drink. Like I, I like I asked my because like I'll be like oh, I'm gonna make this drink. You know you, we got some woodsy whiskey here. We were trying to make some drinks. So I'm like how much do I put in it? And it never it's never right. Like I'm just not that dude. I just end up getting hammered, <laughs> and it doesn't taste that even great because I just don't I don't you know I'm not a I'm not that that whiskey cook like you. You know what I mean? I hear you. I mean, it's you know, I'm I'm a I'm an amateur, so you know, I never really had a job at it. Uh, a, a chef, uh, one of my favorite chefs in Green Bay, calls me the best amateur cocktail uh, bartender he's ever met, and I'm like, oh, thanks. I guess, I guess that's yeah. okay. But um, yeah, no, uh, that's it. I mean, there's not really a top five. It's like old fashioned. Yeah. You know, farmhouse ales, Weisses, sour ales. I mean, sours. I I mean, fruit sours. I'm like crazy for them. They're uh, they're uh, I don't know if you are Jester Jester King. Is that I just bought some some uh, Jester King fruities. And if you go to Ridgeview Liquor, which I know you go to sometimes on Ridge on Ridge Road, they have uh, all of the beers have untapped labels. So like you can see what the untapped rating is. So literally, if it says a fruit sour then i immediately um buy it if it has a, if it's a sour beer that has an untapped rating of 90 or above i'm buying it i don't care how expensive or cheap it is i'm buying it there you go see uh, i'm much more simpler than that well what's your what's your beer besides uh, spotted really it, it's coarse light 
That's what I thought. Yeah, it is. Like, it's like, play drinking Coors Light so a lot of times. Like, you know, I think, I mean, people, like, first of all, people who say they can't get drunk off Coors Light, because I, I see these comments. How do you get drunk off Coors Light? Like, dude, if you can't get drunk off a Shea Light beer, like, you don't know how to drink, dude. Yeah, you're like, not drinking enough. You're not drinking We're not drinking enough. five or six, like, oh, this is a good flavor. Like, we're just, we're just mass drinking. Like, I, my wife says, hey, grab a few beers on your way home from work. I grab two cases. Like, dude, it's, <laughs> this is not a, this is not a 40 yard dash. This is a sprint, bro. We're going all night on this thing. Well, that's what people don't <laughs> understand. I remember, I remember being, you know, in, um, I remember being in high school and be, you know, how you used to go to the, I don't know if you ever did this, but we would go to the train train tracks right and we'd have a cooler of beer and it would always be like coors yeah. light or something cheap right keystone or something and um yeah that's what you have to do you you're you pound them you're just like okay i'm drinking these like water and eventually you get drunk that's the only way yeah. to get drunk off those yeah you just get after it bro you just you you find creative way you play drinking games yeah you, you get a funnel you know, go out to the truck yep, shotgun. in the back, yep. you know, yep. give it a little rinse around, you know, get the oil out of there and just put it down your mouth hole. You know what I mean? I mean, I do <laughs> like higher ABV beer. So I actually like lower. So like, actually, I didn't even say this. My probably my my number one favorite beer is Rattler. Have you ever had Rattler? I think I, I think familiar. I made you taste this. I think I made you. taste. Yeah. This. I, I think so I, what's crazy is it's beer mixed with grapefruit juice. <laughs> That is crazy. Yeah. You know, what it's we got a really do, low ABV, so it's really nice. I should go to your house. We should try out these stuff because, like, you're an experienced, like, beer, you know, you, you you drink the good stuff. I basically don't. And then I'll just try them, and I'll say, hey, if you're like me and drink, you know, basically like a toddler would if they did drink, which is not legal. You shouldn't do that. But uh, <laughs> and then we'll see what's what on these things. All right. Let's keep them moving. Let's see what the next graphic brings there, Corey. Oh, dear. Will the Packers make the playoffs? This is a nice little switch up. Yeah, right, so They got to have a, a few things happen for them. But first of all, I don't even care about any of that. Like, yeah. If you get, you know, Somebody just put in win. the chat. Wait, wait. Somebody just put in the chat. I know a guy who mixes Natty Ice with orange juice. What in the hell? Yeah. Iowa Joe. That's nasty. That sounds oh, nasty. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds so nasty. Um, will the Packers make the playoffs? Yeah, why not? Yeah. So they got to win out. All right. So let's talk about this for a second. You got you got uh, Christian Watson and Dobbs is going to be together for the first time in a minute. Yeah. Um, you know, the, 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 this offense should be like really good. I, I feel like like on paper yep. and like just eyeball on it like I do. Um, I feel like if they play at their best, like they're good, but they just don't always do that and when uh, they yeah. played at their best uh the first uh, half of the first. london game um with some of the dallas game i guess they played their best yeah they need to play their best that'd be good i'd like that but uh i i, I you know why not they're going to the playoffs i'm the, never going to count the packers out of the playoffs until some fucking nerd tells me that they're out of the playoffs you know what i'm saying yeah you know what i mean that's what I'm saying. But, dude, just imagine it. They make the playoffs. They end up playing the Vikings and bump them off. Dude, I swear to God, if that would happen, I would never ask for another thing as a football fan. I'd be like, all right, the football gods have graced me. And I know that Viking fans are going to see this if they do, and they're going to be like, oh, you wish and blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever, dude. If that happened, dude, I would 
like I was telling you, I would never beg because I've begged football gods for many things. Sometimes just playing Madden, but <laughs> I, I've begged many things. I would never ask for another thing, and they've answered many times off Mason Crosby's leg a few times. But like it would be a, that that would be a glorious thing. That would be nice. I would I would uh I would appreciate that from football gods if you're listening. <laughs> might be the only one. But uh, all right, let's keep her moving. All right, we got a question over here from Twitter for Corey Banky. Oh, dear. Says, how many stadiums have you traveled to see the Packers play at, or what stadiums would you like to see um, the Pack play at? I think it's a good question. Um, let's give a shout-out right here to Landon. Uh, that libel. There we go. How many have I done? So Philadelphia, New York, Gillette. Um, Carolina, San Francisco, uh, Arizona. I think I think it's about ten, to be honest with you. And then if you count London, so Tottenham, Tottenham, uh, Tottenham Hotspurs. Um, but um, how, what do I want to go? I'd love to go to the new SoFi Stadium. I think that would be cool. Um, yeah. uh, see the see. Uh, I'd love to do that. But other than that, you know, Dallas. I've been to. I don't know. I don't know if there's any place I really want to go. I mean, yeah, probably L.A. is the only place. And the Raiders, maybe. Uh, but the Raiders are trash, and I don't care about them. So, <laughs> You know, but while you're naming off all those places, it reminded me of the Johnny Cash song. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. <laughs> it's a great song, first of well, all. Well, I mean, I've only missed two playoff games since 2007. So, And most playoff games have been away. Yeah. Corey Banky. He's been everywhere. All right, let's get it moving. We got this thing. Here we go. This one, uh, I don't know. I think I might have been drunk when I wrote this one. Tips for driving in the snow. I don't know. That's stupid. But Slow down. We, no, the number one tip for driving in the snow is slow the fuck down because your brakes will not work. Seriously. <laughs> dude, uh, dude, when I first moved here two years ago, when I first actually lived here all the time, I'm like in my I'm in my SUV with my four wheel drive and I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm I'm on dude. Three times this has happened to me where where if there were cars coming, I would have died. OK, <laughs> because you think you, you know, you know, you know, you're normally driving and you're like, oh, yeah, I can stop. It's fine. I'll stop. It'll be no problem. And then all of a sudden, like nature just takes control of your vehicle and you just go into the intersection and you're just yeah. like holy shit i had no control over any of this and basically i'm going to die so my number one thing my number 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 one thing is to slow the fuck down especially when you're going to stop and stop earlier stop earlier you you got to stop two times earlier than you normally would and you got to be aware of that you got to think to yourself oh hey there's snow on the ground or there's black ice or whatever there is right and green bay does a really good job of clearing snow um but Regardless, if there's snow anywhere, slow down and and two uh, x your braking time. Yeah, and like driving in the city during the snow is nothing. It's the highway that'll kill you. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, I, the dude, highway I, or those back roads, those farm roads. And and, and it doesn't matter. Like people think because I was at work today, we, we were talking about it, and I was like, the road sucked this morning. Like I, it's probably like the top three, four worst driving conditions I've ever driven in. And I was on break, and they're like, look out the window, like, yo, we can see cement, bro. But, like, it doesn't matter about the amount of snow. If it's seven inches a foot, 
it's in your face. It's coming at you. Like you're driving on the highway. Uh-huh. First of all, my eyes, I don't know if, if they're, <laughs> my eyes are a little different. So I don't know if they don't work as well. But like when it snows coming at me, like I'm, dude, I'm just driving. I roll the window down, dude. I could have handed out mail <laughs> on the driver's side. I was like, dude, I was, I was all over the road. I wasn't drunk That's either. Crazy. I was going to work. It was just so bad because you just can't see. But yeah, slow down. I was going like 20. Then there was a guy behind me, like riding me, and then he was just gone. I'm like, I don't know if he went in the ditch or he found a different road. Maybe it was Santa Claus. I have no idea, but he was Odie. I mean, but, the uh, other good thing about slowing down is when it is like that, it's like if you do crash, you're less likely to have something yeah. bad happen to you. Yeah, you're going slower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, driving in the snow sucked. But uh, overall, I don't really care because, you know, I got four wheel drive. But, anyways, so let's uh, keep it moving. We have another Twitter question right here for Corey Banky. All right, what's his favorite piece of Packers memorabilia? And I think that's a good question over here, Len BB. You think it's Don BB's kid? No, I know Len. Uh, I met Len in the uh, Green Bay airport, and Len actually bought, I believe, four cases of Carry the G. He's drinking a Carry the G right now. There we go, Len. Len Len does not play, okay, when it comes to Cheesehead TV. So, um, And I think he's been to a couple games this year already. Um, so yeah, what's my favorite Packer memorabilia? I got a couple, but my favorite, you got some cool stuff. my favorite's probably the weirdest that people are like, why are you weird? I have uh Marguerite Lambeau, a letter from Marguerite Lambeau to Curly Lambeau, basically breaking up with his dumb ass because he cheated on her. I've um, seen that. And so that, that's kind of, that's like cool. Um, I just was able to acquire a 1930s Packers trunk. Trunk? Oh, like, yeah, like, like, a, like a, trunk a trunk that held their equipment. That's and awesome. I got it off the Glenn Christensen. It's legit. Glenn Christensen, who's like considered, I, I would say, in the top five of Packers collectors all time. He he had an auction recently, and I was uh, Tom Grossi was like all over some other auction items, so I didn't even play with those. But I was like, Grossi, get your hands off this trunk. I'm going after it. Um, because you know I don't have that grossy money, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and um, so I'm so I'm I'm going after this trunk, and I got it, but I haven't gotten it yet, so I can't wait till I get it. Um, and then you know I have this, I have I, the coolest piece I think I have, which is crazy now. It's it was way cooler when I got it than it is now. Is I have the scouting report for Brett Favre, written by Irving Favre, his father, for the Atlanta oh. Falcons. And so it's two scouting report pieces from the binder. It's the picture of Favre, like in his underwear, you know, the famous Brady yeah. one that, that went out there. And then there's this, uh, a, it's a two-sided page. Um, and Irvin Favre is written because he was his coach, right? So the coach had yeah. to write, like, the thing. And it's incredible. <laughs> like, it's like at the end, it's like known to do the un- unpredictable, uh, known to do the impossible. Like, all these things uh-huh. that, like, he did, you know? And it's pretty incredible. Um, but I got some good pieces there. You know, there's a little Packers trivia. There's only one team photo with a dog in it. And I do have that team photo. Yeah. You, you have ridiculous things. Like you have such cool things. Like I've talked about before, like on my show, like people ask like, what's, you know, the coolest stuff you've seen. Like, I don't even want to repeat what I seen at your house. Cause I don't want to put you know, jeopardy. Yeah. Tell people like stuff, for, but you, you have like the coolest stuff, like the most rare stuff, like. I don't think I know because like I know Packer collectors who have like you know the regular Packer stuff, but like you would just have stuff that I I wouldn't even expect exists like that napkin. Like oh yeah, 
I yeah, love cocktail know. napkins. Yeah, I got a 1967 yeah. cocktail napkin that has a schedule. That's on. insane that people would save that. Because, you know, you got a napkin now from a bar. Like, that thing, in three years, they're all gone. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, totally. Anyways. I don't even think they make napkins for the Packers anymore. Yeah, not not like that anymore. It, it, it It's just so cool. All right, we got a few more over here. All right, all right. Aaron Rodgers trade rumors will never end. All right, we got a few Aaron Rodgers trade rumors. Um, no, I don't even care. I mean, <laughs> here, here's the thing, right? Like, the problem is they're never going to end until this whole escapade ends because, unfortunately, you know, Goody made the decision he made, right? And so they made a $150 million deal, of which 100 and some is guaranteed, which means he's going to play next year. It's a three-year deal, which means he's really going to play for two years. And, you know, I think there's a large contingency of the fan base, a very large contingency. I think it's larger than even I. a lot of people. They get all caught up on like four Twitter eggs that that like talk shit all the time. And they're like, oh, my God, everybody's talking. It's like, bro, no one. One guy is talking about it on four Twitter accounts. OK, like fucking be real. OK, <laughs> but I do think that there's a large contingency of the fan base. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to say which part I am, but I think that there's a large contingency that's fed up with the shit. And yeah, and some of us with were I'm not done with him, but at the same time, this season, I don't like. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't appreciate. I don't. I have. I. I have. I have the my. How do I say this? My appreciation. I'm. I was sick, you guys. So uh, my appreciation for Aaron Rodgers has decreased this season. Is it gone? No. But my appreciation for him as a quarterback and the leader of this team has decreased this season, certainly. There you go. Because, you know, some of us, you know, we talk about this for a living. We're not the same. (laughs) Did you just Peter Bukowski me, bro? (laughs) I did. No, that just came to me. That's hilarious. I mean, I... (laughs) No, I'm not not saying... I mean, I I don't think the trade rumors are going to ever end. No, they won't because, like, the thing with Favre, when that thing happened, because I saw people talking about today comparing it to say, Favre, like, created that type of thing. Like, he was, like, always I – mean, I wouldn't say he created because I think he got asked questions about retirement early on. Yep. That kind of, like, started it up. But then later on, obviously, he did what he did. I don't think Rodgers is doing anything, but, like, it's just every year. It's just annoying because, like, the the CBS Sports and, like, all the, play, all the pages on Facebook, because that's where a lot of time, like, where I'm at. And, like, they're just all, like – Rodgers could get traded and then like but like they don't talk about like the fact about like his cap hit and like what would have to happen for like a trade to go through like he has to agree and yeah, like you know why they're doing that right it's the same reason Pat McAfee yeah. has him on his show because he moves the needle oh yeah he definitely moves as the needle. As, you, as soon as you talk about Aaron Rodgers he moves the needle you know yeah and, and, and that's what it that's why I comment on all of those because I get followers from it <laughs> Yeah. And the reality is he's not, you know, unless he agrees. It's like the problem is, is that even if the Packers wanted to trade him, he's got to agree. So, you know, you're talking about a multi-party deal here with three people, you know, 1265, other team and Rodgers. And I just don't see it happening. I just don't see that happening. I don't see it happening. And, and, and the other thing is I don't see him being like, I want to retire as a Packer and then going somewhere else. Unlike Favre, where I was like, uh, where he said that many, many years. And then obviously it didn't matter to him because he was so pissed off at Ted Thompson and everything. That yeah. went down. But I don't think Aaron, I think 
you know, I think Aaron has gotten what he wanted out of the Packers. He made his stink, right, two years ago. Uh, the whole draft thing. He made his little stinky stink, and everybody, you know, wiped his butt. And <laughs> here we are, $150 million yeah. in the hole. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that he wants to retire a Packer. I think he cares about his legacy. He cares about all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, after he's gone, like that, that'll be a whole offseason. There will be no lack of offseason content. She said TV's going to be all right. <laughs> There's going to be a lot to talk about this offseason. Ah, uh, yeah. But, uh, all right. But uh, I think this is the one I wanted to show earlier. No, this is not it either. I don't care about that right now. Uh, I wanted to ask you about carry the G. Like I, I thought I put it up yeah. here, but it wasn't. But how did carry the G happen? How did carry the G beer happen? First of all, be, before we talk about how carry the G beer happened, I want to yeah, I was going to say, don't you have a video that we did? I have together? a video, all right, because I, I, I want to know all about how how, how it happened. It's a good so video. We, 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 we killed this video, I feel like. Tyler, Tyler killed this video. He, he made me look all right. Here we go. What are you drinking, Matt? All right, I so you're going to play the other one. Yeah. What's funny uh, that, is Nuclearis responded to us. <laughs> That's why I uh, played this one because th there's another video, a, a better, a longer video, which was awesome. Tyler Herrick is awesome at v v editing his stuff because <laughs> he maybe looked like competent a little bit. But uh, th this video, because this is the video that uh, Nuclearis responded to, I think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they and, were like, why are you hating on us? I'm like, you're the best beer in Wisconsin, and we're trying to be the best beer, too. So, hello. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to put Bud Light in there, bro. <laughs> yeah, like Bud Light does not. Go Dude, I feel like not if I went to your house. Google in there. I feel like if I went to your house with a Bud Light, you would not let me in. You're like. No, nah, no, nah, there's Bud Light. <laughs> well, you got to have. No, you know, you know, the two. You know, the two. I think you know this. The two most important beers, well, besides Carry the G now, but the two historically the two most important beers to have in the beer fridge for tailgates are Spotted oh, Cow. Yeah, I think Spotted Cow. Bush Light. You know Bush, why? Oh yeah, because every one of my great uncles drinks Bush Light, and if I don't have Bush Light in there, I'm not a I'm not a good nephew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because dude, and also like I know. Drinks Bush Light. Yeah. Who, who, no, like in Wisconsin, everyone's second favorite beer is Bush Light. If I see it, I feel, I feel Yeah. Like. If you go to any dive bar, which is like the only type of bars I usually end up in. Yeah. Uh, like, you There's know, the, 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 these small town bars, everyone's drinking Bush Light. And then you drink a Coors Light and they're like, what's this prick doing? Like, bro, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's light beer. It's, it's trash. The same thing. Yeah. It is. Although like, I do, I like Bush Light a little bit better than Coors Light. It's got a little bit more flavor, I feel like. Yeah. I, I really don't drink Bush Light much. Uh, I, I remember, uh, and I will, if it's like, you know, you got $2 bottles or something like that, you know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a simple man with a simple plan. But um, Jason asked me on Facebook, Corey, do you have any signed full-size Packer helmets? I don't have any full-size Packer helmets or minis. I don't really collect helmets, and I don't really collect jerseys, but I do collect clothing. I, te I tend to collect ephemera, things that have no business being collected existing yeah yeah, yeah. If it, <laughs> like it shouldn't exist right like a collect program a lot of so basically a lot of paper a lot of glass a lot of um a lot of clothing but not jerseys because you know i do have 
uh, I have a friend who has Reggie White's jersey from the 96 season. And what's crazy about it, it's photo matched to four games, including the Super Bowl. Because back then, even in 96, you had like three jerseys for the season. You didn't they wear a new jersey them. every game. Yeah, how they crazy just cleaned them up. That, now, that nowadays, they have one jersey for every game. Like, like it's incredible. Four. So, like, I think it's worth like a half. I think it's worth like a half a million dollars. You have that? No, I do not have that. Oh, oh have that. I no, I no, I don't have anything <laughs> worth any part of that amount. All right. All my stuff He's like, is... in my house, I have nothing worth of value. Nope. I have nothing of, <laughs> of nothing of, of uh, any value. You're like, the most expensive thing in my house is all this security and camera equipment that I have set exactly. up to watch the outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and my That's security all... team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The most expensive part of my house are my security cameras <laughs> and my tripwires. <laughs> and the, the, the attack dogs and the landmines <laughs> and the and the hatch that opens up in the front yard when you hop the fence and just sucks down and you're st stuck down there with like the goonies he also my, my my friend my friend uh who has the reggie white jersey he's got some crazy stuff he he is an incredible collector he has no shit okay he has the 10 yard marker so it's a black with white letters that says 10 on it and it and he's got it photo matched somewhat but he has a, a handwritten letter from the groundskeeper from Lambeau Field at the time and it's from the ice bowl it's that's a 10 wild. yard marker from the ice bowl that's crazy i want it so badly i'll never get it though that's like like how you collect right like because you collect you want stuff that no one else has it's kind of different not even close to what anyone else has like the jerseys you're not interested that's kind of how it is like when i i won't wear a popular jersey i won't wear aaron Rodgers. i won't wear a brett Favre. i won't wear wear a reggie white jersey i know it's not the same but <laughs> i won't wear the most popular jerseys what will you wear preston smith's jersey I wear, um, I'll wear throwbacks. I'll wear, you know, I like to wear, st I have Stars jersey I wear, and then uh, I have Nitschke's jersey I wear. Yeah, but I like then that. I saw at the pro shop recently, uh, like, I was just there, like, last week, and um, they have this Reggie White jersey that's, like, half white on one side and half green on the other. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I've I seen the half jerseys. I don't like them that much. Not that I don't like them, because I think that, if I saw someone else wear it, I'd be like, that's cool. But not like so much where like, I want to buy that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it yeah. was cool. I don't want it. Dude, oh, you yeah. know what? I just, oh, man, my girlfriend moved it. Dude, Dude I just got this do sick. Stuff like that? I don't know. I'm like, I had it on the fucking chair for a reason. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's like, I'm cleaning. <laughs> She's like, this shit does not belong in this chair. Um, Dude, I just got this. The Packers have this white starter jacket. All oh, white. I bought it, bro. So do I. I have it too. We're gonna be twins, bro. Dude, I'll come over. We'll take picture before We're gonna I be get twins. I gotta wash I... it. It got dirty. Wait, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go try to find it. I bet you put it in the closet. No. Hold on, I'll be right back. Dude, dude, go find that thing, dude. This this jacket from the Packers Pro Shop. I bought this thing. It is sweet. It's like it's starter. It's like the old school, a little bit of puff look to it. You know what I mean, dude? The Packer Pro Shop got some stuff. If you got, you know, some money that you don't want anymore, and you want to give it to the Packers, the Packers Pro Shop have got you set up. You know, what I mean, this is not a commercial. Here we go. All right, dude. I have that same coat. 
<laughs> I I bought that thing like a, like a month ago, or whatever. I went over to the Packers Pro. There it is, bro. That thing. You know how many compliments I get from that? I wore it to a Packer game. I wore it to the Titans game when I was in the club seats over with Prime NFL Prime. Big shout to them. You bought this shirt. You bought this jacket too. Yeah, like a month ago, like three weeks ago. Dude, this jacket is so sweet. I'm going to get it dirty as soon as I wear it out. <laughs> I know, dude. I had to wash it before I wear it again. My wife's like, why are you wearing that? I was like, I don't know. She's like, it's going to get dirty. I'm like, no, it won't. Next thing I look down, like, oh, the sleeves are all dirty. <laughs> but it's like, dude, so sweet, though. It's got the NFL badge. It's got the, yeah. it's got the old school of, logo. You get a lot of compliments wearing that. Like I said, I wore it to the Titans game. I was up in the club seats with all the rich folk and all the rich people are like, hey, it's a nice coat. I'm like, yeah, you don't have it. You have a lot more money than me, but you don't have this coat. <laughs> They're like, we could, bro. We didn't go to the pro shop today. But uh, no, but like that, that coat is sick, dude. It, it's a beautiful coat because the 90s coats, I feel like as far as NFL is concerned, is like the best era. Like there's no other. The, yeah. yeah. Especially the, the pullovers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like who didn't have a, did, did you have a pullover coat back in the day? Uh, yeah, yeah. I had the one that, um, I had the coaches one. I loved it. And I wore it the hell out the pullover, but it had like the shiny material, you know, where it was like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like shiny. Yeah. I loved it. I think Holmgren, I think Sherman had that same one. I think. Yeah, it was a home grid. Yeah, it was either a home grid. It might have even been an Infante, honestly. I think I got it for Christmas from my aunt one year. I think it was one Infante wore. Yeah. Lindy Infante. Dude, Lindy Infante years, yeah. Started the whole thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, dude, it sucks to be Lindy Infante type of people because it's like, it's like the last straw. It's yeah. like when you date someone and you break up and then they go to therapy and get their life together together like you were that last straw you know what i mean like you were that <laughs> you were like the embarrassment the rock bottom if you like you know what i mean yeah. and i feel like that's what lindy infante was and you know no disrespect to him but i feel like that was like they're like yo let's get it together bro they hire home and the whole thing happens anyways big shout out to Corey banky uh joining me kind of under the weather still you know he was sick yesterday today he's alive i drank enough for both of us you know Sorry. Go get yourself uh, some. No, but you never answered the question. How did carry the G? Oh yeah, happen? sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, we, yeah. we got on. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 how did this somebody put on Facebook? They put who is this clown? And I don't know if they're talking about me or you. Probably me. Nobody probably knows who I am. Um. <laughs> the uh. So how did carry the G start? So carry the G. Honestly, we got the trademark for whiskey, and so we reached out to. Uh, we reached out to a buddy of ours, uh, Aaron's like best friend growing up, Luke Laga, and uh, he owns this um, he owns this uh, uh, retail wine shop in Milwaukee called Scout Scout Wine Merchants. Shout out to him and his wife Emily; they're awesome people. And he started reaching. He was like, "Hey, I, I, I'm I'm doing all these like I'm doing all these deals for 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 whiskey and stuff. I'll, I have an idea. I'll, I'll like I'll reach out and see what's going on." Well, he had done a custom beer with Gathering Place Brewing in uh, in uh, Shorewood, and it was awesome beer. And I had tried it, and I'm like, "This beer is so good." I'm like, "These guys are legit." And so he started talking to the owner, Joe Yido. And Joe was like, well, would those guys be interested in potentially like doing a carry the G beer? And so I go to Shorewood and I get there and he's like, 
hey, here are the two beers. Here are two most popular beers. Um, you know, would you be interested in like, you know, rebranding one, rebranding to carry the G? So I tried both of them and the cream ale was just so good. And I was like, this is amazing. And um, we did a deal. We did a full 50-50 partnership where, you know, uh, they're self-distributed. They already had deals in uh, Milwaukee and Madison. They were just south of Sheboygan for their distri distribution. They're a self-distributed um, brewery. Uh, they now have a new location in Wauwatosa. And... Um, they wanted to get into Green Bay and it was like a good, it was a good, you know, the next market for them, really. If you're already in Milwaukee, Madison, Green Bay is the next place. And so yeah. it just was a no brainer. And then coincidentally, the Resch Center had reached out because they had this new tailgate uh, uh, plaza pit stop. And so they had reached out and were like, hey, we want to do a sponsorship for Cheesehead TV because we want to help market uh, plaza pit, shop, pit stop. And I was like, oh, sweet. Well, we have a beer. So if you sell your beer at the Resch Center, I'll, you know, Aaron and I will come show up at these parties uh, that you have and tell everybody about Plaza Pit Stop. And it just kind of worked together really well. And then um, we were able to get into a lot of places in Green Bay. So, you know, all the Festival Foods, um, uh, Woodman's. And so I think we're in 27 locations. But what's crazy is so he's a small brewery. He's He's got six brands of beer. And um, so originally we were like, okay, well, if we do three batches, three or four batches, we're good. We're on our eighth batch, eighth and final, because we're only doing it for the season. So we will have enough through the season. But we basically doubled yeah, the down. batching that we thought, yeah, we're going to finish for the season and then we'll come back, uh, hopefully, for football season. But it's been an enormous success. And thank you, everyone who supported it. Um, I think, you know, for the most part, I think. You know, nine out of ten people enjoyed the beer that had it. Maybe more, maybe nine point five out of ten. But um, I've only had a couple people be like, "I don't like it," and usually it's because they only drink Coors Light or Bud Light. They don't really like craft beer, you know. And so, but I think everybody that's tried it and it's actually given it a shot has has uh, enjoyed it. And uh, there's a lot of people. What was really incredible to me was um, we did this. Uh, we did the launch in Milwaukee at Scout. And this guy, so this older gentleman comes up. He literally comes up. He looks at me. He's like, you're one of the guys, right? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And he's like, okay, I got a son in Iowa, and I got a son in California. I need to get a case for each of them, and I'm going to be the best dad in the world. <laughs> and I was like, this is great. I was like, I love this. I was like, parents getting beer for their children is like glorious. Parents who live in Milwaukee showing up to a launch party so that their kids can get beer. This is what I live for, bro. That's but the most Wisconsin dad of all time. Oh, my God. And that happens so many times. I've had that happen at Plaza Pit Stop. Um, so what's kind of been incredible this season, I think, for us, for Aaron and I, is I think we always looked at, like, you know, this whole novelty of Cheesehead TV because we're kind of unbelievable. We kind of are very unbelievable about it. And I think London really opened up Nagler and I's eyes because, you know, we had 300 people show up to this small pub in London to see us. Yeah. We were in disbelief. I get out of the cab, right? I get out of the cab. And I'm like, wait, all those people are there. Oh, they're there for something else. What's going on? I don't. And Nagler's like ahead of me, and I just got my phone. I have, I, I, I po I didn't post the video. I posted a picture, but I, I should have had the video ready as I got out of the cab. Now that I, because it was like, it was crazy. It was like, 
it was like I get out and they see Nagler coming across the street and everybody starts cheering. It was crazy. And just the amount of international fans that came out for that, it it was like it was about two weeks after our Milwaukee launch and then, you know, um just our meetups and you know we've always had meetups and we've always had tweet ups and we've always had our paid like the last two years we've had a, a patreon uh, meetup or you know carry the g meetup and those have been fun and they've been great but they never really they i don't know what it is about this season maybe it's the maybe it's post pandemic you know even though we're still in a pandemic i don't know what it is but it's really opened my eyes up to you know what we do what we do and how it impacts people's lives and the things that matter to me that impact people's lives, right? It's not just people who are like, I love this. Like when people's parents are coming to give something to their kids that their kids enjoy and it's the thing that you're offering, that yeah. kind of opens your eyes, right? Or, or you know, meeting I – met, I met so many people – in London that have followed us for so many years that were just like, you don't understand, like, you know, I watched this because this is my only connection, you know, or like even watch party, right? It's like, it's like watch party just kind of opened my eyes of like, cause I always thought it was so dumb. I, I always thought it was so dumb. I was like Nagler. Cause we, we started watch party, what, 2018, maybe, maybe even 2017. Right. And I always thought it was so stupid. I'm like, who the fuck <laughs> wants to watch Two idiots watch the game. And then now I realize, only now, right, five five years after we've been doing it, is I realize people when they say, oh, hey, I like watching the game because it feels like I'm watching the game with my friends. Yeah. It, it, feels, like, it feels like I'm not alone watching the game. And, yeah, like, that's the- powerful shit, dude. That's like that's incredibly powerful when you think about it. And I never thought about it like that. That's how stupid I am, right? That I never really thought about like it's about the connection. You know, and Packer Transplants, like I remember when we I remember in two thousand nine and two thousand ten we would get letters, Hey, I'm driving up to Green Bay to a playoff game with my dad and my and my brother and we we listen to your podcast and that was incredible. that was like great, you know, because you're like, Yeah, the podcast yeah, like, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent, right? And a podcast you understand like that, right? You're bringing people together, people listen to it. That's that's incredible, right? But the watch party and even the beer and even the brand, you know, that's that's you know, and now we've built this community. I mean, we do this um Patreon happy hour, um, and it's Carry the G members, which is our YouTube channel uh members, and then the Patreon members. And every Tuesday or Wednesday we have a one hour Zoom call. And dude, it's crazy. Even after the pandemic, it's 30 or 40 people on a Zoom with Nagler and I. I'm not always there. This time I wasn't there because uh, I was at, I had another engagement. But it's a it's a pretty diehard group of people. It's gotten better as far as less. It's a bigger mix of men and women. Uh, we've gotten it so people don't just like, you know, we've got it down to it. it it's, it's a community, you know? And yeah. you realize that like content is about connecting people. And when you realize that, and it's, I don't know why I'm an idiot because it's taken me this long to realize that is that that's the, that's the, that's the point. 
you know, and I always knew that because you know our 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 thing for Cheesehead TV was devoted for pack, devoted to Packer fans worldwide, right? That it, it wasn't we love the Green Bay Packers because that's pretty obvious. It was devoted to Packer fans worldwide to try to give them something we were trying to get for ourselves by being in New York and not being able to follow the Packers like someone that lives in Wisconsin can follow the Packers, and you know it's been incre- it's been an incredible ride, and it's just funny how you know, even when you do something since 2007, how you can still have revelations happen to you down the line that make you incredibly grateful for, you know, you know, the friendships that I have, you know, meeting you and, you know, our collaborations have been really fun. And, you know, just, just the community of Packer fans that exist um, because of, uh, Cheesehead TV and and because of the beat writers and because of you and because, you know, just everybody kind of coming together. And that's pretty much the mentality of most Packer content, which I which I find really fun, you know? Yeah, it, it's kind of like that definition of carry the G. <laughs> you really no because even me, because like I, I, do, I, do, I do the same thing. Like I do the watch party thing. It's just me screaming at my TV or whatever. But like it, it's wild. Like I don't have the, the the numbers that you guys have, but even the the few that I have that are just loyal, like they they can't get the games or whatever. And like the I watch you and I live through you or whatever through the game. It because it, it, that's basically what it is. Like I'm just watching the game with like some of my friends. Most people are every time every game they're there every home game or away game because you know, whatever. But the games that I do. They're always there. It, it Packer Nation is wild, but like guys like me would not exist without like Cheesehead TV. Because like I say, before I ever thought about what a microphone is, like buying one, I would. I mean, I knew what they were, <laughs> but like <laughs> Cheesehead TV. Like when I first got on Twitter, like that that was the first time that I ever saw someone like regular fans. You know, not on TV. You know, regular fans that I. We're a little bit smarter than the rest of us because at, at that time you had to be <laughs> to go on uh have a podcast. But like you guys started this started this whole thing. No, anybody that wants to be <laughs> anybody. And I, I I don't say that disrespectfully. Anybody. If you want to talk about the Packers or talk about whatever you want to talk about, like anybody, get 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 StreamYard, get restream, get whatever, and then you can just be, have your own show. Yep. But before it was so easy, you guys were doing it. Because of you more than than Nagler, I feel like you're the brains of the operation. <laughs> I love Nagler. I love Nagler. First I of mean, all, <laughs> the thing is, without without Nagler, we wouldn't really have the brand. Because, like, you know, I I do think that we excel because he is like he could. You know, he's kind of proven that he could. You know, he worked at Bleacher Report. He worked at uh, FanDuel. You know, now you look at a ESPN or or NFL Network thing about the Packers. Usually, they're they're talking to him. You know, and oh, yeah. so like he he is kind of a football savant uh, in a way that I don't think a lot of a lot of fans are, including myself. I am not a football yeah. savant at all. Um, no. I am definitely more of a fan than I am a know anything. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I agree with you a hundred percent, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the fact that you know Packer Nation has. Uh, more avenues and more outlets to get their fix than ever before. So that's yeah. Great. The, 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 there are so many channels. There's so many people. You got Tom Grass. You got Aaron Nagler. You know. It, yep. So many other people. Yeah. I, I think Nagler's. 
he's good. He, uh, I watch him and then I just repeat all the shit he says. Cause like he watches film, right? He knows what he's talking about. Yep. <laughs> so I'll, just, I'll tune into the Packers daily and then just copy that. And I'll just, uh, no, we're good to go. No, but you there guys you are awesome. None. Add some Nagels, jokes. Right. And there you go. Oh yeah. You got to add jokes. Uh, nobody, tunes in. <laughs> nobody cares. You know what I mean? You know, you want to know the, the actual reason people watch my stuff? Just get hammered. You're like, we never know what's going to happen. True. Just get hammered and talk about the Packers. No, but I, I, I think that's what it is. Cause like, I don't care about ESPN. I don't care about any like national, like FS1. I don't watch none of that trash. Like, I feel like if you want to hear about the Packers, like, there's so many avenues. You got Cheese at TV, you got Grass, you got whoever. Like, there's so many places. I don't know that all fan bases have. I don't, I don't think the Vikings do. I don't think the Vikings, I, I know the Bears do. You know, Chicago, they got a lot of great Bear fans there. They're on their podcasts and they're making videos and doing all the things. But I'm not sure Viking fans do because most of them, like, watch my shit and then just comment on it and yeah. message me, I hate you and I hope you die. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like, you know what I mean? I don't know. If you're a Vikings fan, make some content so they get off my back. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> I agree with you. Vikings and Bears don't really have a lot of content, but I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't watch like... it. Even if they had some, I wouldn't know. So what am I talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Anyways, Corey Banky, Cheesehead TV. Everyone go get yourself some Carry the G beer. You can get it most places Green Bay, Milwaukee, all the places. I'm going to get some. I, I, I've, I've had it. You I was keep at your saying house. that. You keep saying no, I, it, but I don't believe I, you. I've had it. First of all, I didn't expect it to be Are you good. going to the game on Monday? I'll give you some. I, I, I'm i not. Oh, okay. I have to work well, you can come to my I'll, house. I'll, you can come to my house this weekend. I'll give you some. I got some cases. All right. I'll come to your house. We'll uh, drink some, um, and then we, we'll we make a video. Okay. I mean, has Tyler's anyone, not going to be here till Sunday, so. Has anyone Sunday. ever shotgunned a, a carry the G beer on video yet? No. All right. So let's get that done. You know, we got to get in the record books <laughs> before it overtakes Bud Light spot as the the beer that everyone talks about, you know. Anyways, Let's do it. all right. <laughs> all right, Corey Banky, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. And um, let's do some shotguns in your front yard. Let's do it. Because you, you, you do have the best front yard. I mean, the backyard's better, I think. Oh, yeah, that is your backyard. Your front yard's good, too. Yeah, you can still see Lambo. <laughs> All right, everyone, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Big shout to Quick Trip, sponsor the show. Um, I have some new merch coming soon. Sweet. I hooked up with a new merch uh, designer. We're going to have some good merch. I'm going to. I'm just going to go to the cheeseheadtv.com and just copy all your merch and just redesign it. Is that all right? Yeah. You <laughs> got the okay for Corey Pangy. Why not? C- I mean, Brent might sue you, but, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> there we go. Go, Pat, go. Uh, check out cheeseheadtv.com, and then they have stuff there. You know, find out where you can get Carry the G beer. Go, Pat, go, people. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> hey, Corey, Dan. Dan? I want to do that so I can make it a GIF later on Twitter. <laughs> I got one to do it. I'm to get everybody there. All right, go back, people. <laughs>